Hey guys, welcome back. This is Chris Bercher. This is Knowledge Plus Experience Equals Wisdom. This is episode 136, Human Values and Common Sense. If you watched last week's episode, I talked about walking the talk and this need to identify our individual values and ultimately working toward identifying global values for our biosphere, for our ecosystem, for the human species, for all species, for ecology, right? There are fundamental underlying tenets, I think, governing all life, and some of these can be psychological. We talked about the relationship between values, needs, and feelings, and how this can affect our capacity to move through the world and with a minimal of suffering, uh, both as individuals and enhance our ability to interact with other human beings towards solving more global problems like war, social justice issues, violence, and things like that. But this particular episode was inspired by an interaction I had at Rural Rural King, <laughs> of all places, and I asked this kid, uh, who must have been probably 20 years old, who was working there, if he could help me find a part. And uh, he was, it was like, yeah, I think I know where that is. Hold on. And he was apologizing to me because his section of the store, I think it, this was hardware, was it such a wreck. And he's like, yeah, I'm trying really hard to keep this organized, but people just come in and wreck it. And I was like, isn't that funny how people mistreat the commons, right? This is a retail space that who cares what it looks like they come in with their their need is to find this part and they don't really give a crap if anybody else is affected by the way that they navigate the world why would you not leave things this is what i said i said actually first i told him a story i said because this is related and it happened to me just a few days prior you know how what do you do when you have a flat in your car when your air car is running low on air now if you're self-reliant like me i used to have a little air compressor like a little mini one that i could use to fill my tires up especially on my lawnmowers and stuff uh but it mine's broken because it's a piece of crap because um you know they build you know it's a race to the bottom and uh, planned obsolescence and all that like it just doesn't work and i can't fix it so i was like i wonder if they still have those free air places at gas stations. And over the years, I've noticed that whenever I needed to use a free gas station air compressor, it was broken. And so I sort of lost faith in this whole thing. And so I was like, let's go look. And it turns out over the course of about 30 minutes, I found three different gas station air compressors, but they were all $2. And the reason I found three is because the first two were coin operated and I didn't have any coins. And the third one actually took credit cards. All three of them were working. And so what it was relating to this, guys, it's like, it's funny how people treat everything like crap that is a public resource. And I said, for example, I've noticed over the last 20 or 30 years that every free air compressor is broken because people treat it like shit. But yet, now that you have to pay $2 for them, guess what? All three of them worked. And I'm not saying that's a perfect study, but I am saying that if you, hold, if you give someone some ownership, hold them accountable, they're going to take better care of it because it's partly theirs, right? They, they, they're, they belong to it. And he's like, yeah, isn't that just... And we were talking about that and his, his section being all dirty. He's like, isn't it just come? And I, oh, that's what I said. Well, you know, usually when I, I try to leave things the way I found them, it doesn't take any extra effort. I just don't fuck them up. And he's like, yeah, isn't that funny how people don't seem to have common sense anymore? And I just was like, common sense? Common sense is such a massive descriptor 
of something that seems to be dwindling. And you know, when I went to Australia, my my take-home message when I came back to the States and told people my, about my experience, I said, Australians are sensible. Every My experience in Australia made me think of the word sensible. All of the public restrooms were basically pretty clean, and they all had baby-changing stations, and I never saw dirty diapers anywhere. You know, the country just seemed like it was governed by and inhabited by people that still believed in common sense. And so that made me realize how little I have been seeing that in the United States recently. And I'm not making this up into some culture war. But common sense. Sense, you know, sort of indicating, and I didn't look these words up, something that our bodies do naturally. It it gives our, It's a capacity to bring in information from the outside world. And common, you know, something that belongs to everybody. Don't we all have the capacity to, to bring in information from the world and interpret it? I guess the question today is, in relevance to this topic, is why don't we seem to either care about that or why are we making decisions in a negative direction? Like leaving things the way you found them is common sense that seems to be sort of benefits everybody. Screw, moving things around, not putting things back where you found them and creating a general mess for the next person that comes in does not seem positive. In fact, it seems negative. <laughs> you know, if somebody's looking for a certain size screw and it's like 8 millimeter, 10 millimeter, 12 millimeter, and they're looking for a 14 and the next one is like a half inch, you know, you're like, why did somebody put this back in the wrong place? Because now I'm trying to find it and it isn't there. And now I've got to like randomly look everywhere and it screws the whole system up for anybody. And I guess it kind of reminds me of, of Garrett Hardin's The Tragedy of the Commons, which is kind of the same thing, right? If something is believed to be an inexhaustible public resource, then people are not going to take care of it as well. That doesn't... I don't understand that. If you watch the last episode, what that says to me is people, these people, some people, do not have a belief, value, need for the world to be harmonious. Right for us to help each other out, for it to be a true community, to have this connected thing that says, it is important that I leave this for the next person, or that I don't screw this up because somebody is all going to have the same experience as me. And sort of just, just to be aware that this particular interaction right now, whether it's taking fish out of the ocean or uh, looking for a bolt in a hardware section, isn't the last time it's ever going to happen. It's really just like the existence of the space-time continuum <laughs> and you know something happening after this particular moment. But isn't that just common sense? And then so that, that leads me to believe like, well, why do I think it's common? Is it uncommon? Is this not a common uh, belief? Do some people not think about this? Why don't they think about that? Why do I think about it? Like, why do I have this idea that, or this awareness that another person is going to come in here hour after me, two hours after me next week and need something? And the system that exists, whether it's like the order of bolts by size 
or the existence of a, an air pump that's functional or whether or not it's a bathroom that's clean, they're going to need that too at a different point in time. And that is no different from my particular need in that moment, except for it's the same thing. But the importance of it is no different. And that if I can get my need met without reducing or even negatively influencing or even neutral interaction, the next person's potential or probability of getting their need met, why would I do it any differently? Why would I, in the process of getting my needs met, perform that in such a way that reduces the potential probability for someone else to get their needs met? If all things are the same, like, is it that hard to flush a toilet? Is it that hard to make sure the toilet paper goes in the toilet? Is it that hard to miss the toilet seat? Is it that hard to pick up a bolt and put it back where you got it so that it's in the same way? Is it that hard to leave? It almost seems to me that it takes extra effort to fuck things up than it does not to. That's really disheartening. And of course, what that says to me in the in the context of nonviolent communication and getting your needs met is that this is someone else's tragic expression of an unmet need. I would think that the the expression of a tragic unmet need is a you know is a bad thing, and so. But I would think that it actually takes more energy to leave things in a disturbed state than it does to leave things the same as you found them, right? So why is that? Why is is the loss of common sense related to these unmet needs and the anger and sort of the the cry for help? You know, is the is the loss of common sense a call for help? Is a, a cry for love in Paul Godola's words? It must be. And anymore, I see these traumas. You know, I see a broken free air compressor at the gas station as a violent expression of an unmet need. As Oprah and her recent book would say, what happened to you? Trauma, right? I I feel like when I used to encounter unpleasant things in the world, violence or somebody I might be afraid of or like a a rough-looking bunch of kids or a broken gas pump or litter on the side of the road, I used to get angry and just sort of say, those people are bad people, which is, you know, violent communication for me. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like that. There aren't bad people. I believe that now, now more and more, not every time I see those maladies as trauma. This would not have happened if needs were met. And maybe I'm totally off on that. Maybe that's not true. Maybe I've drank the Marshall Rosenberg Kool-Aid and uh, completely way off here. Um, but like going back to the Rucker Bregman's uh, Humankind, the idea that people aren't, don't have evil in them. 
that's something that's created. You know, I, I, I am believing more and more that bad behavior comes from unmet needs. And that in a world where more people understand how to get their own need, what their needs are, how to meet them, and how to cooperate with the world to facilitate the meeting of needs by more people, you know, connectedness, isn't that what connectedness really is underneath all this? Then the fewer of these uncommon (laughs) sense uh, artifacts we observe in the world. I'm not sure what this says about, you know, well, well, I am, what I, what I think this says about me is that I'm learning, you know, I'm starting to connect these dots. I'm starting to integrate uh, the pertinent pieces of my world as I sort of figure out how to find integrity with understanding what I am and matching that up with what I do. The recurrent themes are comfort that results from having my needs met and the pleasure that I find in the lack of suffering and doing that for myself and other people. And I think in that state of reduced suffering and met needs, it's easier to access common sense, which supports the idea that there are universal, global values either for our species, for our species living in this particular biosphere, for all animals, for all life, I'm not sure. And one of those is that our needs are important. They're fairly universal. And as a result, can be met fairly easily without taking away from others. You know, that's one of the things that I've always found to be a struggle, like... You know, it's okay to sort of do whatever it is you want to do in the world as long as you don't take away the capacity for other people to do those things, right? So it's okay for you to get your needs met as long as that in getting those needs met, it doesn't harm somebody else. Like if you liked killing people, that's bad because the person has to get killed for you to get that need met. But I don't, I don't, I don't think those examples exist. I think the universal slash global set of values and needs is fairly finite and fairly small, you know, and I think wanting things like contentment and calm and, you know, to maintain curiosity, all the important C words and connection and community, those are the things, right? And that's also where another C word, common sense, (laughs) comes into play. And so if I could go back and have this conversation with that kid and tractor supply, you know, I would say, you know, the lack, the messiness in your section is a direct result of unmet human needs and trauma. And we'll, what, what can we do to, you know, ins- instead of spending our time driving around trying to find an unbroken air compressor or continually re-sorting <laughs> the bolts and nuts in his hardware section 
might we focus on our human interactions and uh, understanding? And again, I think this work is fairly finite. It's about, and and I'll develop this more in uh, upcoming episodes, it's about having a personal practice to facilitate and foster this sort of calm uh, by by doing things like meditating and journaling and regular exercise and having a healthy diet and sort of doing the homework and the, of the personal inventory, figuring out what your values are, being aware of your needs, being aware of things that are unmet, and being aware of your actions and behaviors and how those relate to those things, and then spiraling that out into the world through your interactions with people toward the same sort of goals of that you have met for yourself to try to meet those for your fellow human beings, fellow animals, fellow inhabitants of Earth. That's it. That's common sense. And I'm hard-pressed to find examples that lie outside this realm. You know, I talk about human problems, individual problems, global problems. I mentioned all those before. It's not hard for you to come up with those things in your own personal life. What's wrong? What happened to you? What happened to the world? What don't you like? What brings you dissatisfaction and suffering? It's hard for me not to be able to trace all of those back to call for love, cry for love, a thank you, or a please, you're welcome, um, or a tragic unmet need. And so all of the solutions are fairly simple, but they're really far upstream. And coupled with all that is when I see people trying to prescribe problem level solutions like you know i'm I'm anxious oh take this pill and your anxiety will go away i think dang missed opportunity right when i see a messy hardware section at the rural king man if i could have just been here you know with those people and have the capacity and understanding of what to do (laughs) because i don't you know all i can kind of do right now is feel it see it observe it be it Uh, i don't have to do about it but that will come in the future and i hope you enjoyed this episode uh, of knowledge plus experience equals wisdom episode 136 human values are common sense i'm chris bircher thank you and see you next time take it easy